Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. I am joined today by Emily Hardy, and we are talking all about overcoming mom guilt and perfection and all of the random stories we tell ourselves. So without further ado, Emily, welcome into the podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited for this conversation today. But before we dive in, tell us more about yourself, who you are, and what you do. So I am Emily Hardy. I am a mom of two little boys. I'm in the thick of it. Uh, My sons are four and a half and almost two. So we are busy. We are, you know, dealing with all the things right now, the the attitudes and the sickness and all the things. Um, I am also a entrepreneur. I have two businesses. I'm a motherhood support coach and I also am an instructional designer. So I help course creators with the the content of their courses. So there's a lot going on all the time. And I am really passionate about just holding space for conversations about motherhood and what it means to be a mom, what kind of pressures we feel as moms and why. Um, I have a podcast where I like to talk about all these things and I love just coming, you know, onto other podcasts and having these really important conversations that are shifting the narrative kind of for for what we the stories we're told about what it means to be a mom um so that is just a like really brief snippet of me and my life um but yeah i'm really excited to dig into this conversation yes and that's what we need we need to have more of these conversations to change that narrative because There's a lot of false narratives out there that we've created. And I think, you know, even with social media, we've created these false standards and false realities for ourselves that just aren't really healthy, you know, when you think about it. But Emily, yes, you are in the thick of it right now. And I do not miss my kids (laughs) being two and four. In some ways, it does get easier. So there is hope. There is hope for you. It's always changing, that's for sure. Well, that's just it. And when you think you have it figured out, life throws you another curveball. And then another one. It's like, wait a minute, how do I navigate this now? (laughs) And I think that's where a lot of the societal pressures, you know, kick in because we're consuming. Absolutely. We're seeing these highlight reels of people's lives on social media. And then we tell ourselves that, okay, this, this must be the reality. What are your thoughts on that? You know, I always like to say that, yes, we are seeing the highlight reel when we are, you know, seeing someone's Instagram posts about motherhood. When we are even out and about seeing people with their kids, usually, you know, if the kids are throwing tantrums, they're not necessarily out and about. So we're just in general, um, we don't see the pieces of what goes on inside someone else's home. Those, you know, those really hard moments, we don't see them. And I think a lot has changed with social media. I think there are really beautiful pieces that come with social media. We're able to really share. Honestly, we are able to have conversations that there there used to not really be 
space for, right? I mean, even being able to have this conversation and share honestly, talk about our experiences as moms, honestly, that's powerful. But I always say, you're not seeing someone, the example I like to use is getting a toddler into a car seat. Nobody is videotaping that. Nobody is like, you know, they pull out their phone and record because they need both hands, first of all. Second, no one wants to be sharing that with the world. And third, no one wants to see that. We don't want to see other people dealing with that stuff. And so regardless of how honest and transparent somebody is showing up and telling their story, we are not seeing it. And I think just bringing awareness to that, right? Like bringing awareness to the fact that like we're only going to see a piece of everybody else's life. It helps to to kind of give us that perspective of, okay, we're all probably dealing with things and I will never know exactly what someone else is dealing with, but I can't hold myself to some standard that is external and unrealistic because it's just not how it works. It's just not, it's not real. Right, right. And that's so important to to realize, and I love your analogy, you know, the the story with the car seat, because it's true. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. a, a normal mundane thing. And there are days when your child's like arching themselves out of the car seat, mm-hmm. you're trying to push them into the car seat so you can buckle them up. Like it's necessary, but yeah, you need two hands to do that. You're not going to be videotaping like that struggle <laughs> that you're having. But yes, that's something we've all been there. Mm-hmm. We can all relate to that. So really trying to reframe some of these these standards and normalize these conversations too that hey guess what i've been there you know it's, yeah. it happens and it's it's not a fun place to be you know and then you have the the older couple that will be in the car next to you just staring at you <laughs> you know you're just like <laughs> i mean hi <laughs> yeah this is my kid they're they're fighting me today <laughs> doing great over here yeah (laughs) right exactly so social media can be in my mind it can be a weapon and a tool Mm -hmm. what are some things that we can do as moms to help just other moms realize like all right it's not always rainbows and butterflies but you know you don't want to just go on there and just complain about your day how do you navigate that yourself you know i think coming at it with a lens of transparency is really important. When we think about what mom guilt is, we use that term mom guilt a lot, but really what we're usually talking about is kind of a mix of guilt and shame, mm. right? So it's it's the guilt of like, I'm doing something wrong. That's that guilt part. But usually it doesn't stop there. It's that means something about me. And that's where that mom guilt feeling is. It comes with this shame. Um, Usually when we're talking about like mom shaming, that's something different. So we use the term mom guilt to explain that feeling of guilt and shame. And so when we think about shame, shame really does kind of live and thrive in secrecy. Yeah. It, it needs to, right? It's if something's shameful, we don't talk about it. And other people may feel like it's shameful too, and they don't talk about it. And it just spirals. And so I like to just think about being honest about my own experiences as a tool for not only others to see that those experiences happen, but also to just normalize it for myself, right? Like it's yeah. it's really important to 
share our experiences with people we trust, whether that's on social media or with a friend or a family member that you trust or with a therapist or a coach. It's the process of getting it out and saying, okay, yeah, I'm, I might be even ashamed of what happened, but I'm not going to like fester in that shame, right? Or I'm not gonna let that shame fester. It's just, that's not helpful. That's not productive. And so kind of approaching things with that lens can be really useful, really powerful. Um, I also know just seeing other moms on social media, sharing their stories, honestly, um, a big one for me was watching, um, you know, an influencer mom talk about her experience with postpartum anxiety. And it was different than what, like, I had been screened for after my second son was born. It was a different, like, uh, manifestation of anxiety than what Mm -hmm. I kind of had put to that postpartum anxiety term. But seeing her show up and share her experiences kind of, you know, was a light bulb moment for me. Like, oh, wait, that's very similar to what is happening to me. And I was able to address my mental health because I was educated in just a little bit different way from seeing someone else's experience. So I think just knowing how powerful it can be to be honest and to share your experiences honestly, and not necessarily just be unloading all things all the time, but just being honest, it has an impact. It has a very real impact on yourself and on others. Oh, so good. And where do you think some of this stems from, these feelings of just shame and judgment? Do you think it comes from our childhood? Do you think it comes from societal pressures? Do you think it's a combination? I think it is a combination. And I think if we really think about how, like, generationally, things have changed so much for mothers. Um, You think about 100 years ago, what the experience of mothers was to now, And then 100 years before that, I mean, it just has completely changed. Yeah. The experiences of our mothers were different and the experiences of their mothers were different. And along the way, there are these expectations for for women and for moms to, I mean, the, the expectations are really just these contradictory mishmash of things that as women or as people we are supposed to do and it's different for everyone right you ask one person what the perfect mom is it's going to be different than someone else you know you ask a man you ask a woman it's it's different and so there's all these messages that we get and we have whether it's you know how our mother was or what we see on tv what we see on instagram um the messages we hear from our friends who have kids all of those things kind of come together to show us this ideal in our brain. Yeah. And again, this ideal doesn't exist because you think about like even just small things like, okay, being a stay-at-home mom or a working mom. Well, if I'm a stay-at-home mom, then like I'm not doing it, you know, I'm not quote doing anything else than being a mom. But if I'm a working mom, I'm quote letting someone else raise my kids kind of thing. Like there's, there's no way for it to all be together, like be, you know, we can't put time and effort into ourselves and make sure that we are cared for and we're able to get, you know, all the health benefits of working out and eating healthy and also give a hundred percent of our time to our kids. Like it just, yeah. when we really break down the things, none of it is real. None of it is possible to do it all. And so we have to know that the standards that we might be holding ourselves to, 
they may not actually be our standards. And being able to like, to see, okay, what of those things do I actually value? What things are actually important to me? And then trying to shift kind of the, the mindset of like, that's the goal. And I can work towards improving myself and I can work towards being better. And I can feel like upset when I don't, you know, when I, like, if I did something that isn't up to my standard and I'm, I'm upset by that and want to do better, that's okay. Yeah. But we don't want to be holding ourselves to some standard that isn't ours. Yeah. That's where it becomes very problematic. Oh my gosh. So good. And I I can't agree more with it. Everything you just said. And it reminded me of a quote from Jenna Kutcher not long ago. And she said, you know, we're, we're expected to raise our children like we don't have to work and work like we don't have to raise our children. And you think about that. It's very mm-hmm. true because really, you know, my husband and I literally were just talking about this last night. Yeah. We're living in a society where our generation's kind of where things shifted. When you had moms moving back into the workforce versus just being stay-at-home moms. So, you know, you you were stay-at-home moms and then to the workforce, and now we're trying to do both and navigate that both. Like, it's hard. We've set ourselves up with these standards, like you said, that aren't even ours. And it's just like, what are we doing? You know, like you, you take that objective step back and it's like, wow. Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think some of it, it stems from perfectionism too, you know, is those standards. And that leads into those those perfectionism tendencies. What advice do you have to give moms on how you can start to overcome some perfectionism tendencies? Okay, my favorite thing to say is that think about your children Think about like their humanity, right? Like they are imperfect. They always will be. Yeah. They are going to grow up to be people in this world trying to figure it out. And we get to model for them the grace, the self-compassion, the investing in ourselves, the, um, you know, working through things, all the things we get to model that for them. And I think sometimes we, I, well, I think we get a lot of messages about being superhuman, you know, this, this moms are superheroes thing. And it's, yeah. I mean, we're human. And if we want to show our children that it's okay to be human, it's okay to make mistakes, it's okay to have a hard day, then it's okay to show them that, right? It's okay to show them those things. Um, we also can really get to the bottom of our thinking. You know, our thoughts really do impact the way we feel about things. And so identifying the actual thoughts that we have that kind of lead to those feelings of guilt can be really powerful. Sometimes we don't realize what it is that we are telling ourselves. We don't realize that those thoughts are to somebody else's standards. So, you know, I again, I think having conversations or even writing it down, just getting it out somehow can be really powerful to start to see the connections between what we're telling ourselves in our heads. Um, If we don't talk about it or write it down and get it out, it just kind of stays there. And so if we can bring awareness to that, then we can start to shift those thoughts, right? We can start to say, okay, I'm not a crappy mom for 
XYZ. That is a standard that is not mine. Let me reframe that. And that can be really powerful. It's not easy, but it can be really powerful. And I appreciate how you said it. it's not easy, but truly awareness and being com- becoming aware of the that narrative, that's really the first step to any type of a change. And I'll never forget when my daughter was younger and you know, so, some of the things I, she would get so frustrated when she was trying something for the first time. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, honey, you can't expect to do this the first time. Perfect. And then I'm like, why am I holding myself to these standards? So mm-hmm. even just taking that pause to like, okay, what messages am I telling my children? Well, yeah, I need to model that for them because they're constantly watching. They're they're seeing what we're doing. They're hearing the words coming out of our mouth more than they let on most times. Mm-hmm. So I I just love everything that you have touched upon. Truly, truly powerful. All right, Emily, this was a great conversation and one that we all need to hear. We all need to give ourselves some grace and just, you know, stop setting these false standards for ourselves and demand better for yourselves. So where can we learn more about you and get into your world? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at honestly, Emily Rose. I also, like I said earlier, have a podcast called the worthy mother podcast. So it's just a good one for, we have a lot of conversations about society and motherhood and things like that. So that, you know, I'm really I do really value these honest conversations and I want to you know, put them out there and make sure we are all really thinking about these things that have such a deep impact on our lives and our motherhood experiences. Yes. And you are truly changing the narrative and having such an impact on this world, Emily. So thank you so much for doing that and be sure to tune into her podcast, check her out on Instagram. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 